trolling, Ryan. And here we go. <laughs> Hi, buddy. How are you? Hey, man. What's happening? Ain't shit. Tight. Another, tight. another day, another beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. These days, you see the. Uh, another, do you follow the United States Post Office on Twitter by chance? Oh man, they're crushing it, <laughs> crushing it, <laughs> talking shit. I really hope so. That they tweeted. Uh, I was gonna make. I wasn't gonna make a mail joke, but sometimes you just gotta send it. Perfect. I really hope that's a Larry the Enticer specifically reference. I. I, I and hope- if we could get some like USPS. Larry the Enticer collab merch going. Ooh. Ooh. I would buy enough of it to keep them in business. Bro, 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 bro. You know what it is? You know, like the blue canvas USPS jackets that they rock? Is that <laughs> yeah. what you rip the sleeves off and it's a vest, bro? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, dude, bro. Yeah, so bro. I, I want I, it real bad now that I said it out loud. I haven't looked at LarryEnticer69.com in a while. Yeah? Is it, um, as, uh, is it as buck wild as I imagined it probably is? Well, he's got some great merch. Um, but he, So he's got a bunch of just send it slash send it merch already. Oh, yeah. For sure he does. Easy. Easy collab. You get the... He's got a <laughs> send it hoodie that is the like Keystone Light logo, but it says send it, and then it says 6.9%. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> Dude, this oh, tank this top is guy. out this, of this world. This fucking guy. The sunglasses are $69.69, oh. and they're sold out. He's sold out of $70 sunglasses. God bless this man. What an absolute champion. I hope this dude is just making like fucking $500 a day just selling gear. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. It's not uh, even that one page, bro. He's got like multiple pages of things. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get that far. Oh, but yeah. No, that, that No hats, bro. I was excited about hats. No hats. That dude's got to do a, a USPS collab. Because you could, where'd you find, I didn't see more pages. No, I, I poked uh, around, but it looks like everything is displayed on the main page. I got too excited. I apologize. But yeah, you do like a, like a, a sleeveless, like coach's jacket. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't think those even exist, oh. but you make, you make one and then you put, just send it in like the USPS Eagle font. Come on, bro. Done and done. Come on. So that shit's selling out, selling out supreme numbers, bro. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry <laughs> just, about it. We're gonna, I'm gonna buy it out and just resell it. We're gonna be, we're gonna be making bank off of Larry. It's our fucking idea. We better be making bank off it. <laughs> we're taking our idea is to, to is to take your idea and put it with their idea. Hey, but that's our idea. You know, we're the DJ. It's like a remix. We're the DJ Cabot of swag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you two, go do something it, together. You know, it's, it's funny, but like, I guarantee you, somebody took a cut from like the the uh, fucking what's the the white dude who thinks he's in Nirvana with the face tattoos? Post Malone. Post Malone. Yeah, the Post Malone thinks Crocs. he's in Nirvana. What? He always is like doing rock covers and shit. Okay. All right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, I just didn't. Uh, that specific <laughs> reference did not compute. Didn't he? Didn't he do like a? He did like a live stream of all Nirvana covers or something recently. Oh well, not I was recently. not watching Post Malone's live stream anytime recently. Well, <laughs> that's where you goofed, kid. 
Uh, hey, the dude can sing. I'll say that. <laughs> no, and and honestly, like, yeah, I've seen him. I've actually seen him live, and he's quite a good singer. I bet. Uh, I bet he is, dude. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, you don't get that far. You don't get he, that far being a total piece of shit. He can strum a few chords. He writes some good melodies, or someone writs good melodies for him. He raps some when he gets. He delivers him. them convincingly. Yeah. Anyway, what I was gonna say is, you know, somebody took a cut off of that Post Malone Crocs collab for basically just saying like, "Hey, hey you, uh, you guys should go do some. You you go do some stuff over there." Hey, hey, we're you know what we're doing? We're like we're like creating the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches of culture. You know, we're we're swag curators. Yeah. Just col- like collaboration sure. curators. Hey, y- you know who should do something together? Mountain Dew <laughs> and the What It Podcast. Boom. Oh, 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 oh. I got an update for you. On Mountain Dew? I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Time the okay, fuck so out. If there's an actual update that is meaningful, I might have to sit down. My standing energy is going to go away. I mean, we don't have like a Mountain Dew sponsorship, but we have the next best thing. Um, oh. We do we do have a new and very special sponsor for next week's episode. Okay. So um, we were talking a couple, I don't know what it was, a couple weeks ago now about trying to find us a Mountain Dew hookup slash a, a Baja Blast plug, I, if you will. I was, well, yes, and I also wanted to make a specific, like, what if podcast orange flavored Mountain Dew. I was going to make that a suggestion in their advertising right. comment box. I think they already kind of have that. There is an orange whatever. Mountain Dew, but we want, I want our own. Okay, so we were talking about that a couple weeks ago, and uh, listener, now friend of the pod, Carl, who happens to be head brewer at Flying Machine Brewing Company. What up, Carl? Just sent us an email that said, hashtag, Mountain Dew is great, but my beer is greater. <laughs> that was the entire content of the email, right? Yo! So I, so I hit him back and just said, fucking prove it. <laughs> So for next True. next week's episode is going to be sponsored by Flying Machine Brewing Company, Sick. where we're doing a head to head taste test of whatever beer he's sending us and Mountain Dew against Mount yeah against Mountain Dew Code Red because I couldn't find any uh, Baja Blast at Target yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't think I need an actual taste test to know that Carl's oh. beer is better than Mountain Dew Code Red. Oh, but you do. Okay, all right. It's a better bit if it's a better bit if we do. Where, where's Flying Machine so, Brewing? They're in North Carolina. Fuck. Can we go? I'm not Can we do a live sh- show sure in North where... Carolina? We've had some listeners in North I Carolina mean, ask us to go play. Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, Not now, but like someday I'm sure we could. We can do whatever we want, man. Let's go, Carl. First step beer. So anyway. Next step live shows in North Carolina. Uh, Sometime between now and next Tuesday, I'm going to be dropping off some beer and Mountain Dew at your house. God fucking bless. <laughs> See, these are the things in a pandemic that are going to keep me sane until the next thing that keeps me sane. All right. Um, we have a very ridiculous episode today involving blue people from Kentucky. We can't do it yet. We, we got to do our joys. Oh, well, yes, that too. Uh, I was going to say we have some voicemails that we need to listen to, but we also have joy first. Are you ready? Joys. I got my joy. Okay, go. Bro, your boy, your city-ass boy went camping for the oh, first yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're alive. You didn't die. I, you didn't get eaten by bears. I didn't get eaten by bears. I did get eaten by bugs. I will say. Well, sure. Uh, I currently have more bites on my body than at one time than I have ever had in my whole life. 
Nice. And that's even... We're talking skeeters, yeah? Well, I think some mosquitoes, I think... Um, you got some, some of them big nasty flies? Some some flies, some gnats, actually. Oof. Some of those, like, stinging gnats. They, like, bite I your skin I don't even know about shit. those guys. That's next level. Yeah, but, like, I literally have a foot. Like, one, like my right foot has, like, 30 bites. <laughs> you should have two of them, <laughs> I do actually. have two, but one of them, too, <laughs> has about 30 bites on it on the right side. Mm. And that is not what's hot in the streets. But you know what? Mm. I survived. I made some camp food. I made some campfires. I slept in mm-hmm. a tent. Bro, you know it's mm. tight, bro? Tents? T- Sleeping in tents? Bro, you know when you were a kid and you made a dope-ass fort and you got inside it and you were yeah. like, yo, my fort is mm. tight and I live I here now? This. Like, I love this. <laughs> like, Mom, I'm not sleeping yeah. in my bed. I'm sleeping in my fort because it's so sick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's like putting up a tent, bro. And then you blow yeah, up man. an air mattress in it and you got like a little fan. Oh, you went air mattress. You 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 fancy. Bro, you got a little you, you got a little inflatable. You got a little 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 USB fan, a little little nightlight, bro. <laughs> Fuck shit, bro. I was seems fucking nuts. <laughs> you brought a USB fan. Bro, fucking of course. It's gonna you be did. 80, uh, it'll be 86 degrees during the day. You think I'm not sleeping with a fan? I'm a I'm a 6'5, 240-pound Nordic bear, bro. You think I'm not sleeping Fuck with the fan? <laughs> I'll fucking... Oh, that's amazing. I'll be like running and jumping in the river at fucking 3 a.m. before I fucking overheat and die. Hell yeah. Bro, camping is tight. I was out fun, here like man, Tom Haverford. You survived. Just like DJ Roomba in that bitch, bro. Just <laughs> just crushing you it. Had the whole, you had the whole Sky Mall catalog whole in Sky your tent? whole Sky Mall catalog in my tent. I... I get uh, fucking Parks and Rec references now. It's fun. Let's man. go. I feel like I'm part Welcome of the club. to the party, baby. Mm-hmm. No, but camping was fun, dude. We kayaked on the river. I got out of my house for the first time in like legit five months. It was good. It was good. It was nice. a nice breather. That was my joy. Hell yeah. Um, I picked up an acoustic guitar this week. <laughs> and I've already got two two Casey Musgrave songs down. Let's so go. <laughs> okay, which ones? Give me uh give me like another month or two, and I'm just gonna be sitting on my front steps playing Casey Musgrave songs at all hours of the day. Hey, what are the rules on playing covers on podcasts? Um so I mean it's not gonna get automatically flagged by anything. Like when we played that five seconds of a Prince song a couple months ago. And that shit got yanked quickly. Yeah, if you're ever looking for, uh, wondering why we're missing an episode on YouTube, that would be why. We got God by the algorithm, fucking, babies. Fucking of course it was Prince. Of all, Like we played a Beatles song. We played a Led Zeppelin song. We played like all the top 10 of the last hundred years artists. And the, and the only <laughs> one that got, that got got was the five seconds of the Prince song. Absurd. From beyond the grave, that man is still just all over his copyrights. Getting that cake. Um, anyway, I think we'd be fine. Like legally, you're supposed to license cover songs. Um, it's a simpler license than like because you're you're only licensing the. This is too much information. The composition and not the recording of it. So it's like it's a little easier than licensing an actual piece of music. So what you're saying is, if we wanted you to play on guitar 30 seconds of a Casey Musgrave song. We could just we could just do it. Okay. I'm going to need going to need that to happen. Right now? 
Well, I mean, if you got it down and you want to do it right now, I, I mean... I don't, and I'm not set up to record a guitar at the moment, but sometime in the next couple of weeks, you can get that. Thank you very much. Also I, also, I broke a string last night, and I don't have any more... I had to buy some more strings that aren't at my house yet. So you, so, you, so that would be a four-string uh, fucking guitar <laughs> cover? Five, but yes. Yeah, Five, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah But yeah. Uh, I, I, I got Slow Burn and Golden Hour... Pretty much down. Let's go. Are you singing too? <laughs> no, see, there's there's the problem. Mm. Yeah, but so similar to your camping expedition, uh, I'm going way, way bougier and going up to the North Shore of Lake Superior in a couple weeks. Yeah, buddy. And stay in a geodesic dome house. Uh, what an absolute and, what an absolute whale of a sentence, yeah, bro. It's it's absurd. Um, but they have a like deck on Lake Superior with a fireplace or like a fire pit in the middle of the deck. And you're going to sing John Mayer songs to the lake as you go to bed <laughs> with your no, guitar? So I'm going to bring my acoustic. I'm going to bring my acoustic and wife Cass is going to bring her flute and we're just going to play Casey Musgrave songs on, on guitar and flute for the, for the fucking ocean. For the, for the big lake ocean. It's an ocean. It's a, you can't see the other side. It's an ocean. It's, <laughs> I think that's right. I, I know people from the East and West coast go up to Superior and they're like, wait, but like, I thought this was a lake and you're like, yeah, but it's like a really big lake. <laughs> but but on the other side of it is actually a different country. Straight up. That's an ocean. Straight up. If you can't see I the other side, see, that should be the new definition. Someone needs to go hit up Merriam Webster and be like, Hey, definition <laughs> of an ocean is, are there other countries attached to it? And can you see the other side? And if the answer is yes and no, that's an ocean. That's an ocean. No matter what. Yep. Saltwater be damned. We got a better definition. Yes. Anyway, all right, we got some voicemails that either we didn't get to last week or are just too good not to play. Um, Before the blue people one, of Kentucky? Yes, and one that someone actually paid us to play. So Someone we're paid us to play one. a voicemail? Yeah, remember, like, I don't know, a couple months ago now when that dude gave us 50 bucks for a shout-out? Oh, and he was going to read his resume because he was, like, yes. looking for a job. Yeah, and they never sent it to us, and so we didn't read it because we didn't have it. Uh, well, he left us a voicemail uh, a couple of weeks ago, Yes, and it, sound, it sounds like this. Yes. Hello, gentlemen. It is 723 on the west coast of the United States. I'm calling to just say this is Sully. Uh, Sully, the guy who reached out to have his resume read on the podcast. I... I actually got a promotion. I um, thought I was going to get fired. Let's um, go! Unfortunately, my boss got moved to the other side of the country, and then I got her job. Um, Let's go, Sully! It's weird how things happen. So, uh, as far as reading my resume online, um, I'm just going to put it down for this in less than 250 characters. My resume is... I'm really good at what I do. I know how to do what I do, and I do what I do. And I really think that there should be a labradoodle um, just to, to, to like, to like a sphinx-type thing oh. after listening to the Pyramid podcast. Oh. And anyway, love you guys. I, I think he's saying there should be a sphinx labradoodle either in front of the Luxor or maybe in front of the Bass Pro Shop in Memphis. It's unclear. Why not both? Either way, I'm on board. Why not both? Yeah. Um, uh, hold, there's there's some more to this voicemail. Oh, okay. Hold on. I want to say thank you 
for all you do. And I'm piecing out, so I'm less than 250 characters. Um, yeah, I was supposed to get fired, but then I got promoted, and then I don't need a job. So <laughs> thank you. Um, Hell I think yeah. it's good vibes. Things are amazing. And also, a cute Labradoodle as a pyramid post. <laughs> that would be epic. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Sully. Yo, um, all right. Glad, glad things are going well for you, bud. I got a couple of things to say. One, the family's on the come up. You love to see it. The fucking <laughs> what if squad is just, just coming up. Just, we're moving on up. And I fucking mm-hmm. love that for you, Sully. Uh, second of all, I love, <laughs> I love that that cat was just like, like, I mean, legit, that was like six or eight weeks ago that we were like... It was a while. It, well, to be fair, this this voicemail had been sitting for a while, too. This was not like... He didn't send us his voicemail today. It had been in there for a minute. Okay, all right, all right. Touche, touche. I just love the idea so of like... So part, part of that, a big part of that is on us. Touche. <laughs> hey, we're not good at this either. So um, also, I think going forward, I think every resume should just start with... Maybe it may not be, may not be able to be... Uh, the entire resume, but I really love Sully's. Uh, I'm good at what I do. Uh, <laughs> I, I, miss, I make it do what it do. Uh, yeah, and I'm and I and I be doing what it do. So fuck with your boy. <laughs> All right, you're hired. Also, I don't need you because I got a good, I got a good job. That's a degree of confidence that I appreciate. Hey, good on you, Sully. Absolutely. Congrats on the promotion. More life, big things. Uh, all right, couple more. Uh, guys, Mike from Chicago, long-time listener, first-time caller. Hi, Mike. I am currently on vacation in Minnesota, and Yo. I am sitting on this balcony, this patio, looking through binoculars, and I'm looking at the moon, and I can see Saturn, Fuck yeah. Venus, Neptune, and Mars Fuck yeah. from out here. And I know this isn't much, but good. God, this is the most holy sight I've ever seen in my life. And I'm just looking through binoculars. I'm going to buy a telescope tomorrow at Walmart. <laughs> yes! Uh, you guys live in an amazing place, and I can't believe what I'm seeing. And it, it's just awesome. Anyway, love your show. You guys have a great one. Bye. See, you all didn't happen to do a bunch of drugs, did you? <laughs> Fuck yeah, Mike. You love... It is a lovely place, and... You know what? A couple weeks from now, I'm going to be higher than shit on the North Shore looking at the stars <laughs> and, you're, and having very similar thoughts, my guy. Hey, 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 two things. One, Mike, hell yeah. Love that you love the state and space. You're one of us now, so <laughs> hell yeah. And number two, I'm going to need you, Spencer, to call <laughs> to our leave us a voicemail, voicemail <laughs> at that time <laughs> Bet. and be like, Bet. hey, bro, I just want to let you know. I'm high as fuck <laughs> on the North Shore, and here's what's going on. Like I, I just need that to be. I need. I need you to. I need you to give me Mike's voicemail from your perspective in a couple weeks. The, the whole the whole voicemail is just going to be. I'm hammered drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna leave you a voicemail that's just entirely soundless, and you'll have to just know that it's me. Uh, are you gonna actually play the buttons, or are you just gonna do it with your mouth? Yeah. No. 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 I'm I'm just gonna play it all the buttons in an order that's very profound. The right, the right sequence could be pretty profound if you did it right. That's what I'm saying. 
Yo, shout out to you. Right. Shout out to you, Mike. Uh, this one is important. Guys, 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 guys. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I'm really bad at leaving voicemail, so if this comes across like camel shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> then feel free to roast me. But uh, the reason I'm calling is because you guys kind of, sort of, but not really, but kind of shouted out Tom DeLonge and his book, Secret Machines. Fuck out of um, here. <laughs> so I decided to take one for the team. And I actually went out and purchased the book with my own money. Seems fucking nuts. Which is something you do when you purchase a book. Um, Anyway, my thoughts on the book are, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but it's actually really good. (laughs) It's like really, really good. It's well written. You can tell that there was a lot of research put into gathering facts for the book. Uh, It's gripping. It's like a very interesting book. And that's disconcerting to me because (laughs) I listened to Tom DeLonge talking and I'm like, how the fuck did that guy not drown himself in the shower today? <laughs> how? He's not even a fully functioning human being. And then uh, I got to thinking, well, maybe there is some truth to some of the stuff that he's saying. Because there is oh, he got no you, bro. way that anyone can convince me that that maniac wrote this book. He must have had like a government like ghostwriter or something. Oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> Yeah, again, no one, no one can convince me that he wrote this book because that dude's a crazy bastard. <laughs> hey, shut up. Sorry, it's my dog. Uh, anyway, I would like to hear you guys uh, give me your hot take on this book. You guys should totally read it. Not that long of a book, and it's a really interesting read. Um, All right. Yeah. Love the podcast. All right. Hey, what was that cat's name? Uh, good question. I don't Matt, Brian, Steve, guys, Bill. guys, 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 guys. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm really bad at leaving voicemail. So ah, he never told us his name. All right. All right. This is some dude. Well, that cat left maybe legitimately <laughs> one of the funniest emails or the funniest voicemails I've ever heard in my entire life. That shit fucking cracked me all the way up. Uh, hey, whoever you are, you should call back and leave us your name because so I actually, well, I don't know. Are you going to read that book? I'm ordering it right now. Oh, Christ. Should I order it? I, I'm not going to order it from their website, though, because then I feel like, oh, dude, it's $4 on Kindle. Yeah, I'm going to buy this right right now. Oh, there's a part two. Also, it is Tom DeLonge and AJ, AJ Hartley. So maybe it was like Tom DeLonge saying his crazy shit to AJ Hartley, and then whoever AJ Hartley is made it you, into a, a coherent story. You know what that? You know what that is? <clears throat> Ooh, it's on Audible. Never mind. I'm going to listen to the audiobook. There's no way Tom DeLong reads it. Oh, that's a... You know what? Tell me. It's listed right there. Narrator is Paul Costanzo. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, not Tom DeLong. Okay. Um, yeah, going to go ahead and grab that on Audible right now. Whoever that cat is, call back and tell us who you are. That shit was funny. I also want to know high points on why we should read that because you didn't get too specific on like what well, the meat here is. I'll just tell you next week, right? I guess you will, you crazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe on the Patreon, depending on how quickly I get through this book. Touche. I feel like uh I feel like written by Tom DeLong and AJ Hartley is very much the equivalent of like this person's autobiography as told to. <laughs> and it's like, right, wait, wait, wait. Right. That just means all you did was like, 
all right, so I want to talk about this over here <laughs> and like some of this over here. Make sure there's a chapter on this bullshit. Kick me back a copy. And then that person just fucking <laughs> writes your book for you. And then you get to put your name on it because you have money and you could pay that person to do that. Yeah. Sounds great. How do I get to that point? Yeah, I mean, I think we just have to do like five to seven hundred more Patreon episodes and we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we got two more short ones, but they're absolutely worth it. Lit. Hey, Spencer, Ryan, it's Bandit again. I don't know if you remember me, but I'm calling after a recent email episode, um, and I have to sit through that slander on Wisconsin, and I'm from Wisconsin, and I just want to tell you, you're absolutely fucking right, sir. Okay, bye. I knew it. You're absolutely fucking right, sir. Okay, bye bye. (laughs) Yo, that was fucking awesome. Of course, we remember. There's no slander too harsh for Wisconsin because it's all true. And then some. Bandit. As proven by a Wisconsin resident on our voicemail. That voicemail made my day. (laughs) All right, last one. Hey, it's Dave Parker, Chicago. And the (laughs) whole wind just started coming in on the lakefront here in Lake Michigan. Oh, yeah. You know, our wonderful lady. And uh, I just wanted to say, I love you. I made it happen. <laughs> if you like pina, pina coladas, you know, come on over. I'm right here. I'm hammered drunk. Wait, is that the I'm end? Hammered is that drunk. the end? That's the end of the voice. <laughs> I'm right here. Yes. If you like pina coladas, come on over. Come on over. I'm right here. Bro, Dave, if we weren't... The whole wind. The the whole whole wind wind just came in. Dave, you know what? If we weren't in a global pandemic, I would absolutely come on over and drink a pina colada right now. I'd be like, oops, driving to Chicago. This sounds like fun. Dude, the whole wind just came in from the lake, you know. Our lady. Hey, I just I just want to say I've said this multiple times before, but I'm going to say it again. I fucking love you guys so much. Like fucking uh, yeah, every every week y'all make it worth it and I fucking love y'all so much and you are all the shit and thank you for listening to us and being part of this super goofy fucking family. Uh it fucking warms my heart, particularly in a time where there's not a whole lot of things to warm hearts right now fucking getting on the show and listening to y'all's emails and voicemails and stories and all that shit just fucking brings me joy so uh not to get too sappy at the end of that but fuck i love you guys you guys are fucking hilarious and sweet and amazing dad blame it boys all right now that we're a half an hour in let's get to our weird shit kentucky blue boys yeah so ryan is this uh have you ever heard of blue folks before um i know uh i know of tobias uh <laughs> funke tobias i was gonna say i was like how is it pronounced again tobias funke the blue never the, the blue man yeah well yeah or the blue man group i should have i should have pulled the uh i just blew myself audio for this episode now that i think about boy, it boy boy should you ever do we need to pause so well, you can do that <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to edit this part out and go find <laughs> go that real quick? Uh, so it turns out there are some real life blue folks, or at least there used to be. Why are they eating all that silver or, or whatever? 
Wow, how do you know that? Isn't that a thing? If you eat too much silver, you can fucking turn blue? Yeah, but I just learned that today. How did how how are you aware of that? I mean, I know I'm not the smartest. <laughs> I'm not a smart man. <laughs> but but <laughs> I uh I so I think what I remember just so y'all know, I I legitimately had no idea that this was our episode until Spencer said it earlier. Um, I mean, it's not actually about silver, but like that is a reason that you can your skin can become blue. I remember there being a thing with a guy on a news story who was trying to combat some sort of illness or something, or maybe he did it by accident, but I think it was on purpose. I can't really remember, but he was getting interviewed and he was blue <laughs> and it was <laughs> a trip. <laughs> it was one right, of the weirdest things enough. I've ever seen. And I remember I like that whole connection just happened. So <laughs> I'm, in 19- I'm looking at that man being like, that man is poisoned. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can't look like that and be okay. He going to die. He going to die. Uh, this is your last uh, interview, in 19- my bro. In 1975, Benjamin Stacy was born, and he came out dark blue, like almost purple blue. That seems dead. Right, except he was fine. And Ben, you crazy doctors? Doctors were trying to find out uh, what was going on and why this baby was blue instead of you know kind of pinkish reddish. You know, babies typically are like it's supposed to be. So they took him to a a hospital nearby that had uh, more, I guess, capabilities, tools, and they they couldn't figure out what was going on with them until somebody suggested that he might be related to the Fugates. You mean, aka Fugates? The no, but very close. F u g a t e s or not plural. F U G A T E is their last name. Okay. Um, AKA the blue people of Kentucky. Whoa. Who have lived in the Appalachian mountains for the last almost 200 years. Oh wait, this is like a squad. This is like a family. Yes. So no it turns out that way. This isn't real. Is this real? That, that Benjamin Stacy was indeed related to the Fugates. Uh, and in fact, is the as of 2020 the last of that line and the last to be born dark blue. What is this like albino people but blue? Sort of. So it starts in 1820 when a French guy named Martin Fugate settled in Troublesome Creek, Kentucky. Adorable. <laughs> there are a lot of. Really goofy names. That in is the homiest, most adorable, quaint, troublesome creek thing that I've ever heard. Creek. Um, it's it's now the Daniel Boone National Forest, uh, like a hundred ish miles southeast of Lexington, and there is a whole lot of nothing out there. Like even now, much less in eighteen twenty. That's okay. If you give a, a Google, the nearest towns are Fisty, F-I-S-T-Y, named after Fisty Sam Combs. <laughs> he punch you right in your dumb mouth. Fisty Sam Combs. Right in, 
<laughs> Punch <laughs> right, right in your, your face. <laughs> and uh, Bearville, which I assume <laughs> is named after bears. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That so. fucking rips, dude. That is such an <laughs> Dude, just put that on the list. Not a lot of people here. Whole bunch of bears. Just call it Bearville. Dude, put that on the list just on principle, dude. (laughs) Bearville is just, that's too fucking funny to me. So, in 1820, somewhere in between Bearville and Fisty, uh, a guy named Martin Fugate made his home. And Martin was not blue. Neither was his wife, Elizabeth. Neither was his wife, Elizabeth. They were both white people. But unbeknownst to either of them, they had a recessive gene that caused four out of their seven seven kids to be born blue. Word. Is this like a... Is this like a body-wide, like... uh, Their skin is just blue everywhere. Like, give... give, uh, blue like blue people of fugate or fugate blue people or any of those things a google and you'll see what i'm talking about or just martin fugate but like their skin so they're they would be bro get the fuck out of here but their skin is like a pretty dark blue consistently everywhere bro is this just like avatar in real life I mean, they got Navi tails. No, they're just they're just regular ass people, except that they're blue. Um, so in the 1800s and for into the 1900s, there was not shit happening in eastern Kentucky. There were no roads. There wasn't a railroad until 1910. And because of this, many of the few gates married and had kids with people they were related to because there were not a whole lot of options in Eastern Kentucky in the 1800s. Okay. And there's a, uh, somebody traced back eventually like their whole family tree going back to the 1700s in France and mostly figured out who was either blue or carried this recessive blue gene, but was not blue. But for our purposes, there were like a dozen or so blue people in this family. Bro, that's so wild. Probably more. And then there were several others who carried the gene, but did not express it. What is, what, what, I mean, what gene are we talking about here though? Like what? Well, we'll get there. All right. Um, but from the eight, like the early to mid 1800s through the 1960s, there were just a bunch of blue people hanging out in the hills of Eastern Kentucky. Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I'm dying. That's crazy. God damn, that's crazy. So in the 1960s, uh, a dude named Madison, I'm going with. Kawain, it's C-A-W-E-I-N, and I couldn't find it pronounced anywhere. Kawain, Kawain, something like that. Kawain. Kawain. He was a hematologist at the University of Kentucky, and he started hearing rumors of blue people out in rural eastern Kentucky 
and just decided that he was going to get to the bottom of it. Is that a blood scientist? Yes. So he was interested in these rumors because he figured if it was true, it probably had something to do with their blood. And this was probably something that hadn't been previously documented. And he could be the scientist dude to document it slash discover it slash whatever. Okay. Okay. So Kawine spent a chunk of the 60s driving back and forth between Lexington, where he worked, and Hazard, which... These fucking names, dude. Unbelievable. We've got we've got Troublesome Creek, Hazard. I was reading another article that said, quote, John Stacy, so one of the somewhere on this Fugate Stacy family tree, quote, John Stacy still lives on Lick Branch of Ball Creek. Uh who's doing this? <laughs> come come get your man's. Who is this? Lick Branch of Ball Creek. Holy shit! Hey. So anyway, you went too hard. You went too hard, bro. You went too hard. Kawine would just drive back and forth between Lexington and Hazard, which is, are about eight hours away, just looking for blue people. Yeah, bluey, 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 bluey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 God, Hey, bluey. Which, <laughs> like, first of all, where do you start? How do you do this? Why do you do this? And then you got to explain to like your friends and coworkers and shit what you're doing. Like, hey, Mad- Madison, what are you doing this weekend? I'm hunting I'm looking- Smurfs. <laughs> I'm looking for blue folks. Oh, you mean I'm Smurfs? Drive around, see it. Just wait until I see somebody who's blue. So, so you you talking about the the children's television show? You looking for no people, blue people? Yeah, <laughs> Smurfs. I don't understand the question. <laughs> Anyway, he did this for a while without any uh, success, but he eventually met a nurse named Ruth Pendergrass at the American Heart Association Clinic in Hazard, who had treated previously treated a blue person. Okay. And she had also heard of a blue person being treated at a clinic in Lexington, and she decided to join Madison Kawine in his quest to find more Blue folks. Okay. Um, On the hunt. Yeah. I'll, just uh, for for clarity, most of this comes from an article by Kathy Trost called The Blue People of Troublesome Creek. Um, originally, she was at Indiana University. I think this was published in, I don't know, some science journal in 1982. But anyway, in that article... Uh, she said, quote, trudging up and down the hollows, fending off the two mean dogs everyone had in their front yard. Uh, yikes. The doctor, the doctor and nurse would spot someone at the top of a hill who looked blue and take off in wild pursuit. <laughs> okay. That's not cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can't. You can't just Seems be like, nuts. I found a Smurf, get him! Like, these are fucking people, dude. Like, you gotta chill on that shit. I'm getting different. Yeah, way too like, different on also, this one, bud. Also, if you just start chasing a stranger, what the fuck do you expect them to do? Yeah, and also, in the They're Dirty South... They're gonna run away from the, your crazy ass. Yeah, and in the Dirty South, in the late 1800s, where people got guns and two mean... Well, th- this, was, this was the 1960s, but... Oh, your point stands. Wait, when was oh uh, this is the, the the first the original blue man 
came to Kentucky in, in 1820. Got it. Madison and Ruth were, were searching for the blue people in the 1960s. Okay. So all the more reason you're going to get your head blowed off by somebody being like, run after me. Yeah. Let's find out what happens. Yeah, exactly. Like you see a stranger just sprinting at you. You're either going to a run away or B shoot their crazy. No ass. doubt. So anyway, uh, the end of, end of that quote is, by the time they'd get to the top, the person would be gone. Yeah, no shit. Right. So they didn't have success chasing strangers through the woods. But one day, two blue people named Patrick and Rachel Ritchie just walked into the clinic that Ruth Pendergrass worked at. Okay. And there's a quote in this article from Madison Kawine. Quote, they were bluer than hell. Sure. In the article, that is spelled B-L-U-E-R apostrophe N. Bluer than hell. Just absolutely crushing (laughs) the Southern American accent. Very scientific here. So, also, I I love some of the descriptions of these people. Um, From a different article, uh, Luna Fugate what is great grandmother to Benjamin Stacy, the last blue person to be born in 1975. Okay. And her relatives described her as quote, blue all over and quote, the bluest woman I've ever seen. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because you've seen a bunch of blue people, but she's definitely the bluest. I like how like any blue person I see is the bluest person I've ever seen. I've seen zero blue people. I, li- I like how to, there's a piece of this. It's just like, she was blue all over. She was the bluest person I've ever seen. Did I mention she's blue? I mean like a blue person, <laughs> like not a person, but like a blue person. Bluer than hell. Like, <laughs> bluest I've ever seen. Blue as fuck. She just, I mean, blued up, <laughs> blued up and blued oh. down. I don't know how many more ways I can tell you. This is a blue person. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, it's not every day you see some blue people. It's not. It's definitely not. I just it's it the 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 uh, re- repetition of the blueness is funny to me. I mean, yeah, got <laughs> like, I would I would definitely want to emphasize the point that this person is blue as fuck. Are you picking up what I'm laying down right now? Is this compute? <laughs> this is. They weren't cold. I'm, like this person was. Very blue. Um, yeah, it's like I'm. Look, I'm saying something specific right now, but I need you to really know that I'm not fucking around. <laughs> I feel like you're not reacting appropriately to what I'm saying. Not like we're not talking blue face paint. We're not talking like held their breath for too long. Like he's a blue person. <laughs> so yeah, somebody just walked into the clinic and or two people walked into this clinic who were blue, and Kawine's first, uh, I guess action item was to examine them and figure out like why you blue what the fuck <laughs> yeah what the fuck is going on here hey why are you so and, blue like, though all, and, and also like are you okay you know sure. like do you need help i mean i guess that would be like like psychological i feel like that'd be the first thing you would think because it seems so rare that it would seem like a disorder more than it would just be like an anomaly you know it'd be like oh that seems like that's right. probably a problem like are you oxygen deprived or Something which, like, obviously, it's not because you're, you know, sixty years old and you've been doing okay, I guess. Right. So he examined uh, Patrick and Rachel Ritchie, found out that they were generally 
fine and healthy. Yeah. And then started trying to chart their family tree to figure out like, okay, is this a, this must be a genetic thing. Sure. Uh, are, do you have family members who are blue? Do you have family members who aren't like, can I meet these people? Can we figure out where this originated and what's happening here? Also, the other drop that we should have got for this episode is just the like two seconds of um blue daba. No, mm, see, I'm glad we didn't get that one. <laughs> I'll just say it a bunch. Don't worry. <laughs> Great, that's way better. Um blue. Uh, so he couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on, and there were other blue people in their family, but there wasn't like a clear pattern of who was and who wasn't because there were a bunch of people who weren't and which makes it so much uh, more confusing from like a genealogical perspective is like, is it like a recessive trait? Like if it is hereditary and then why do some people get it and some not, how rare is it? Like it's like red hair, right? Like sometimes like two people who don't have a red, don't have red hair can have a red haired kid, but like what is the frequency of that? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. So, Kawine eventually found this article from 1960 in the Journal of Clinical Investigation uh, written by E.M. Scott. And E.M. Scott had discovered hereditary meth... Mm, I'm going to do this. Methemoglobinemia. Maybe? Uh, Say say it one more time. Methemoglobinemia. I don't know. Methemoglobin- uh, methemoglobinia, would it be? But yeah, there's like another M in there towards the end, though, that I don't, whatever. Mm. It's a long-ass science word. <laughs> methemoglobinemia. Methemoglobinemia. Yes. There it is. There's the one. Methem- methemoglobinemia. Damn, that's okay. crazy. So in 1960. Oh, it is an oxygen EMS- thing. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. E.M. <laughs> e. Scott publishes findings about hereditary methemoglob... Oh, fuck. Globinemia. Methemoglobinemia. That, sh- that word's among- crazy. <laughs> <laughs> among native Alaskan populations. Oh. So another, like, fairly isolated group of people yeah. displaying a similar thing. Sure. And... In this case, amongst native Alaskan populations, it was caused by an absence of the blood enzyme diaphorase, diaphorase, I don't know, D-I-A-P-H-O-R-A-S-E. And basically their blood accumulated too much of a molecule that overwhelmed their normal hemoglobin. So it was like a, a type of hemoglobin that's blue instead of red. Yep. And so if you're fair-skinned, you have white skin, this hemoglobin normally is, like, visible through your skin. Okay. It makes your skin look kind of pink. Except in these people, that hemoglobin that's normally red is, like, a dark blue. Mm. And so it makes your skin appear blue. So Kawain hypothesized that this was maybe what was going on with this family in Kentucky. Yep. And also hypothesized that it could be corrected by injecting the, the people with methylene blue, which is like a 
a die, basically. Uh, can I ask a quick question? Yes. When when he figured this out, like, I mean, obviously, you know, we just said, like, okay, these people are living to the age of 60. Is this a health problem at all? Or is this just an aesthetics thing? Yeah, it, it didn't seem to affect have any negative effect on them, like, in terms of their overall health. Like, most of the Fugates lived into their 80s and 90s and had no major health issues. Got it. Okay. So so the remedy Which honestly is is pretty good considering like a lot of these people were having kids with first cousins and shit. Yeah. It's not for that to, to be, be like the Yeah, right. Like for that to be the only genetic issue that you're facing and to have it like not actually affect your health in any way. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I was just wondering, like, when he's going, like, hey, I think I got a remedy for this. Is this a remedy that's, like, doing anything for them health-wise? Or is this purely aesthetic as a way of being, like, hey, you can function maybe a little more normally in society in a way where you won't be looked at as, like, why the fuck is that guy so blue and in my restaurant or whatever? Yeah, I I mean, they were fine physically. Uh, They were healthy. It was more, uh, like, if you're going to participate in society, it would probably be easier if you're not dark blue. Sure. Uh, because you're going to stand out a little bit. Dude, I'd be psyched. I'd be like, whatever, man. <laughs> You'd be psyched to be blue I mean, or psyched be to like, look, have this, a, a solution? Look, I'm I'm blue now. <laughs> you're, you're what? Dabba-dee-dabba-die, bro. Get out of here. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Seems fucking nuts. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I meant to hit that one. I label them the same. I got I to gotta correct that. Anyway, um, so... He tried this uh, methylene dye solution. So he, he, he talked to Patrick and Rachel, who were the first two blue folks he met, and said, hey, can I get some, some blood samples from your family members who are also blue to test this hypothesis I have? Right. So he went back out there, met a few of their blue family members, and uh, tried this blue methylene injection and within a few minutes of being injected they were no longer blue dude that'd be such a trip if you'd only seen yourself that way your entire life and you just got like and one within, shot like, and the mirror was it like, was like seven seven minutes or something they were then like white slash pink slash you know the normal variation of white people colors that's crazy yeah so he developed a like ingestible form of this and gave them all basically lifetime supplies of like, Hey, if you take one of these a day, you will not be blue anymore. If you don't want to be blue. Damn. (laughs) And if, and if you need more, like come back to the clinic and we'll give you more. And then over time, that area that they lived in started becoming more developed. They, the family started, moving out of that area and marrying other people. And eventually the bloodline became diverse enough that this was no longer like an inherited trait. Huh? Because what they found was that it, it's a recessive gene and it had to be two people who both carried this like very rare recessive gene. Yep. Having kids in order for it to be passed on to the kids. Well, and that was another question I was going to ask is like, is this the only evidence of this? ever happening 
I don't know for sure. I didn't find any other examples of this. Got it. I, and I think it's 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 two things. It's the incredibly rare initial scenario of two people who both carry this rare recessive gene having kids together. Yep. Followed by that family then inbreeding for 150 years. Sure. Like it would it would historically hit one generation and then that generation if that like it's it would be very rare for two people to like who both have this gene to meet and have kids in the first place. And then if they did, it would probably stop after one generation. Right. 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 Whereas instead, like it got these people were inbreeding for two centuries and then it stuck. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So by the, 70s well the last pe- person born with it was in 1975 uh benjamin stacy and with him by the time he was like six or seven it was totally gone and he was white oh weird was he taking the pills or it just went away normally no no it just went away on its own huh. so the hypothesis is that only one of his parents had that recessive gene but it's still like manifested in him at birth until like, I don't know what would change over the course of seven years, but, but it's so strange and rare in its own right. Like who knows? I mean, you can't, there's no way to like test the, you know, what, what circumstances would it potentially develop further or stop developing or go away or whatever. Like it'd be so hard to even know what could have caused yeah. it to do that. Um, there's a line in the uh, ooh, Kathy Trost article, though, that I thought was super interesting. It says, though, today, Benji, Benjamin Stacy, the last blue dude from 1975, and most of the Fugate family descendants have lost their true blue coloring. The tint still comes out in their skin when they are cold or flush with anger. Huh. So it's still, like, present at times? Which doesn't make any sense to me if it's like a, a blood enzyme issue. That would seem like it would either be, it would be constant one way or the other, I would think. Well. But again, I know almost nothing about science. I mean, I don't either. I The only thing I would say is like, there are inherently times when your blood is more or less oxygenated and moving faster or slower so I could imagine some combination of oxygenation and speed of movement through your body could potentially impact it. But I, again, I'm not a biologist by any fucking stretch. Yeah. The closest explanation I could find for like what actually causes this that made sense to me as a non-science educated person um, is from a article on the straight dope written by Cecil somebody uh, in 1998. He said, due to an enzyme deficiency, the blood of MET-H, which is short for that word that we had trouble saying earlier, Mm -hmm. victims has reduced oxygen-carrying capacity. Instead of being the usual bright red, arterial blood is chocolate brown and and gives the skin of Caucasians a bluish cast. Hereditary MET-H is caused by a recessive gene. If only one of your parents has this gene, 
you'll likely be normal, but if they both have it, you'll likely be blue. That's wild. Dude, chocolate brown blood? That's fucking goofy as hell, right? man. <laughs> you bump your knee as a kid and be like, what the fuck is this Hershey's doing in my body? Well, I mean, I think your first question would be, why am I blue before you cut yourself? Well, but. actually, I mean, you you probably already settled that question in your mind. Like, I'm just fucking blue. So when you bump your knee, you're like, well, yeah, that shit ain't going to look like Maybe. everybody else either. So, yeah, right. Um. Okay, to end my favorite part of that same straight dope article, there are like questions from, so it's, I don't know if it still exists or not. I think I found this on a, like an archived version of this. Uh, but the, the tagline for this website is fighting ignorance since 1973. And then parentheses, it's taking longer than we thought. <laughs> Amazing. So it's like a, a couple paragraph uh, summary of this case. And then he just prints uh, responses from readers. Yep. And there's there's one that says, please dig deeper. I, too, was a student of anthropology some 30 years ago and stumbled across a reference to a former race of humanoids who were blue. Once, in addition to the four races of mankind, I don't know what that means. Okay. There was a fifth race that dwelled on an unknown continent in the middle of the ocean between Asia and Europe. Pardon? <laughs> I just reread that now. There's not an Asia. Be- there's not an ocean between Asia and Europe. Sure isn't. Okay, well, after a good start. This race, most ancient of all, was called the Blue Movians. M O O V I A N S. They were very tall, about seven feet, and very thin, and had extremely large heads. They possessed all manners of powers of the mind. Teleportation, telekinesis, ESP. One day, in response to a stimulus known only to them, they conveyed to regular humans that they had, through their powers of astral projection, located a planet more suitable to their needs in a far distant solar system, and all at once... They disappeared from the face of the earth and teleported themselves there, never to be seen or heard from again. This supposedly occurred around 60,000 BC. Signed, Mark Miller. Wow. In the almighty spirit of you can't just say shit. Holy shit, bud. Fuck out of here. You can't just say shit, bud. Mark sure did. Just gonna send it. Mark sent it hard on that whole <laughs> hot of hottest of hot takes. So yeah, there used to be blue people in Kentucky and maybe in the ocean between Europe and Asia 60,000 years ago. That's fucking what? rowdy. I really would love to know more about the uh the Eurasian ocean that doesn't exist. Do you do you think he's talking like ancient plate tectonics shit like well, the, the the continents used to be in different positions i was just thinking about that but the, that that definitely didn't happen sixty thousand years it ago. definitely didn't and also <laughs> the only version of that i've heard of is pangea which is shit was more closely together and now it is further apart Correct. so for it right. to have there been was one ocean ex- for there to have been an ocean that just disappeared over time as those things moved together is not a version of that i know but i don't maybe know it's enough. Maybe Lake Baikal used to be an ocean. Oh, it's just been getting smaller and, and smaller and smaller. Yeah, and the Blue Movians are the the like the alien folks that people say live in the lake. Oh, you mean 
fucking avatar fucking Navi yeah. people like I was saying at the beginning. They just yes, live in them. the bottom of they the water. They live in Lake Baikal and they have giant heads and are telepathic. Oh my god, and James Cameron's whole thing is fucking diving and like fucking 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 crazy deep submarines <laughs> and shit. So what had happened was I'm still gonna send it. James Cameron got into a crazy deep fucking deep water submarine, went all the way to the bottom yep. of Lake Baikal. He went to the bottom of the Marinara Trench. The Marinara Trench. He found the fucking blue people. He was inspired <laughs> to write a movie about blue creatures that lived in the woods because blue creatures lived in the in woods the w- and in the Beat waters. <laughs> Damn, bro! I think we've somebody get somebody get All Jimmy right. Jimmy Cam on the phone. <laughs> we need to talk to Jimmy Jimmy Cam. J Cam, hey six one two eight eight zero four eight six one two two four six four six one four. The email is hi at whatifpodcast.com. If you want to shop with us, you can do that. It's shop.whatifpodcast.com. We've got shirts. We've got hoodies. We've got hats. We've got $50 shout outs on the show that you can use. Unlike Scully, Sully, Sully, not Scully and Mulder. Sully. Sully. Oh God, I wish you can use or not use like Sully, but we'll shout out anybody. We'll wish them happy birthday. We'll promote your website or your Patreon or your only fans or whatever you want to do. Uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll do anything pretty much within reason you want for 50 bucks. If you want to do a shot on the show, that's all at shop. what if podcast.com. Uh, give us a call. Eight, two, one, three, three, Oh, no, don't, you don't listen to him. He, you know, he's wrong. Uh, also, Ooh. Hey, we've had a bunch of new people joining our Patreon and we haven't talked about it all that often recently, but we do do two episodes of this show a week. You're only hearing one of them. Doo-doo. What'd you say? I said, doo 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 doo. We do do two episodes of this show a week. Uh, you're only hearing one of them. The second one you can get at patreon.com slash what if podcast. It's only five bucks a month. You get up, you get access to over a hundred episodes of the show that we've done in the past. And you get a new one every Friday that you don't hear on the free stream. So you should go check that out. It's only five bucks. And uh, if you need some extra, you know, quarantine entertainment shit to keep you busy, there's a whole, whole big bunch of content back there. Also, I like this show. This show is doing a lot of different things. Reviews help us. If you want to leave us a talk your shit. review on iTunes, come do that. It would help us. We like it. it. It's free. You don't have to support us on the Patreon if you don't want to. We would like it if you did, if you like the show, but you don't have to do that. And you could do that by leaving us a review on iTunes. That shit's free and it supports the show and it helps us make this show better because more people listen. And then we make more money hey, what if so we can make more shows. Shitty? Yeah. Yeah, what he said. (laughs) Anyway, that's all the shit I got. No, I can't stop yelling. Because that's how I talk. So right. Love you, bye. It's really me. We love y'all. We'll see you next week.